Shout out. What's up? What are we shouting out? I'll shout out Dustin Engstrom. He just picked up a sealed Mastodon CD off my eBay. Shout out to him. He's the grift jockey of the moment. Thank you so much, Dustin. And it has shipped to you. Oh, honey, you know I love to hear that. Quick ship. Quick ship. For a jockey, for sure. Dude, I love shipping my things on time and still being punished. You know what I'm saying? I don't have that issue. I don't know. I love selling a microwave trim kit to some fuck in a, a flyover state who then returns it because it doesn't fit the hole in their kitchen because or whatever. Because they're the dingbat who didn't measure it. Correct. But it yes. is sitting right here on top of your crate of clothes. We have to get to that story <laughs> this week, too. But first, why don't we get to, I told you, this is going to be an all-timer, dude. A new innovation in tweakerdom just dropped. Okay. okay. You ready for this? Yes. So we went out to the Des to bring some books to the shack, right? Trying to get Your some- crew? Yeah, me and my crew <laughs> trying to get some books out of the uh, out of the ranch and into the shack. No right? better time to move paper than in a massive rainstorm that lasts three days. It's funny that you say that because it was not raining in 29 Palms, which is why we were doing that in the first place. Oh, okay, nice. So you got out of the precipitation. Yes, briefly. Uh, but, okay, so we pull up. <laughs> Sun's down. You know, it's dark. Pull up. See, well- how about how about that? The door to the shack is wide open. Oh. But the thing is, <laughs> pride open? No, it was just left open. There's sand all over the interior, all over like piles of By sand some everywhere. Some stoner forgot to close the door. Well, that's the thing. They did when they left. Who's they? They left the door open. Who's they? The person who pried a hole into the side of the house to crawl inside of it and steal the generator. Uh, Dude. <laughs> that somehow they like got through the door because the door frame's kind of fucked up. Instead of just kicking down the door, they like pried the fucking like a chunk out of the outside of the house off the house uh, crawled through the insulation and punched through the drywall uh, in order to get inside and steal the fucking generator is the generator worth a lot of money uh it happened to be well Merrill gave it to me as a, a wedding present it happened to be yeah like a two thousand dollar generator uh, how'd they know it was in there I, you know, I don't, just going to get I anything. think they were they trying, you know, it out, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, they got, uh, well, that's, the, they took that and they took like this, like vintage settee I got for free, uh, that was in there. However, you know what they didn't take the TV DVD combo. Nice. Still there. Even a tweaker doesn't want fucking no, DVD. He needs dude. a quick flip. He needs a quick flip. My God. Wait, I mean, that brings up the question. How do you protect something that's just sitting out there in the desert? I guess the, the answer to your question is you don't, dude. Uh, it's their rule. It's fucking Mad Max out there. Oh you know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Yeah, and I, you, so you can't keep anything valuable out there. Well, I get, I don't, but then even, you know, we were in there, and I would, like, ask Anthony, like, well, do you still want to bring the books? And he's like, well, I don't want to bring, I don't want anything out here now. Right. And I was like, I don't think they're going to take your Henry Millers, dude. Like, the clearly. <laughs> you make it super but, easy. I was, now they can go there and get anything. Well, now, yeah, I mean, we, like, tried to, like, put the part of that, the chunk of the house that had been ripped out of the house, we, like, put a chair in front of it. Oh, right. <laughs> That'll deter them. 
But it's just like right now, it's like fuck, dude. It never ends, Maybe man. Put up a sign, like. That's what I was saying. I was thinking, please don't steal our stuff, I, dude. I was thinking exactly. Just paint on the door, like, please do not steal from us. We are poor too. Uh, also, there is nothing oh, right. left of value inside. No, a tweaker uh, doesn't go by those rules. Right, right. They have their own uh, on code they of have honor a one hour or whatever time window for their whole life. They gotta get something, and they gotta get it now. Yeah, dude. They gotta get it fucking yesterday, uh, bro. Yeah. Uh, so what do we put a pin in the desert? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, well, now I get, you know, I gotta like, I'm just gonna fix it half-assed. I'm just gonna get a big piece of wood that covers up the size of the hole and just nail it into the side of the fucking place. You know what I mean? But then it's just like I don't have new wall just, money. But now it's just a free. Uh, you know, Airbnb for anybody wanders by. It kind of seems like that, yeah. But, I mean, here's the thing. You know, I'm trying to practice uh, radical empathy or whatever. Whoever oh need needs to radical. tear inside of a shack, their life's probably harder than mine. Well, Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? They've got, a, they've got a drug problem. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're helping somebody. That's good. Yeah, Paying you know, gr a grift horse gives back for sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, I hope they're, you know, if they haven't sold it, I hope they're using it right now to uh, heat their own shack or maybe, this I don't, maybe fumes like are that. entering their van right now. I don't know. This is what it's like to be around a rich person complaining about their vacation home. Oh, in this scenario, I am the rich person complaining about my vacation. I kept my life simple. You know, but then for those people that have their second home here, oh, we got hit with a flood. Oh, <laughs> this thing happened. Oh. Now, I have full empathy. But you try to do something nice, you try to go off grid, and then there's another person even more off grid. Correct. Who's like taking it out of your ass. They're so off grid, there's, you know, they're. <sighs> it's rough. <laughs> they're so off grid, I can't think of a joke. They you know what I'm saying? They domained you. God damn, dude. Yeah, well, easy come, easy go. You know what I mean? Well, that blows. So that sucked. But then also, I can give you a victory. Okay. Okay, so here's money saving. You know, we have already had a money loss tip. Don't buy a shack in, in a the way, desert if you don't want in tweakers a way, to break anything, into it. Because the generator was a gift. So in a way, in a way. Well, sure, but, you yeah, know. It's yeah. a loss, but. So here's a money saving tip, though. One, electric blanket. You got one of these, Kramer? Uh, I used to. What happened? You know, it's like I needed it when I got into bed, and then after a while it would be too hot. Sure, sure, sure. So You didn't have one with a timer? I didn't go timer. I don't need to figure all that out. So I just go, I just, you know, I just layer up when it's cold. <laughs> okay, If uh, unlike Kramer, you don't want to layer up. Dude, electric blanket's a game changer. I've, I I told you, okay, Debbie saw me use Sue's when I was in town. I said Debbie some, saw me use Sue's. <laughs> and I said something complimentary out of, you know, just, you have, there's a limited number of things you can say to your grandmother. It's like, what a great blanket. Debbie hears this. She's like, I got to buy the kid a fucking electric blanket mm. from Bezos, right? Who's the kid, you? I'm the kid. I am her but only. Debbie's your mom. Child, yeah. What's the grandma connection? Grandma had a blanket. I oh. complimented it. Debbie saw me compliment it, and then it's like, let me buy the kid a blanket of her own. That right? grandma had a blanket sounds so much like Steve Martin. Grandpa bought a rubber. <laughs> <laughs> Funniest thing I ever heard in my year of 12. Go ahead. <laughs>
so Debbie buys me this fucking blanket. Initially, I balked. Okay, I'm like, I don't need a fucking electric blanket. They're fucking pointless. They're fucking ugly, et cetera, et cetera. The fucking man wants me to have what? Coffee is just brown water, man. You know what I'm saying? So fucking, I get this. So she like gets Bezos to send it. It arrives like on a day that there's another torrential downpour. So the fucking thing's soaked. Uh. And I tell her about it. Debbie crawls up Amazon's ass and is like, why'd you deliver it when it was soaked? She wants another one. Bezos sends me another one. What right? a dick. What a dick, right? Sends me another one. I get that other one. What do I do? I immediately send it back and return it. I don't want a fucking electric blanket, right? Oh, nice. So I send it back I and return it. I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the refund, right? However, in the interim, there's the first blanket. The box got soaked, but the blanket itself didn't. Box and so I'm like got it. You know, the, with the price of natural gas going through the fucking roof, roof. Uh, et cetera, et cetera, it's harder to heat your home. Let's try the blanket. The blanket fucking rips, dude. Really? Yeah, I mean, if you devote yourself to just being in bed all day, uh, <laughs> or even if you just want a comfortable evening, I'm telling you, this thing's a fucking game changer, you dude. It radiates set, heat. Set it on an hour timer. Oh yeah, this one has an hour. This one has a timer, yeah, okay. so it's like it'll automatically shut off after however. And many then when hours. it shuts off, you go do a lap around the block, so you don't. Have cold a cold immersion piece therapy. Of sediment. Yeah, we're right. Human but flotsam. I'm, so this is good enough. Flotsam actually moves. <laughs> this is good enough as is. Like the warmth. I mean, it's cheap as hell. You know, it's just like it's a great way to make keep yourself warm without having to warm the whole house and all this shit. But then, okay, so I've made the return though, right? And about a month passes, I'm not getting a refund. Mm. So I'm like, okay, it's time to hit up Custy Survey, right? Mm, yeah. Hit up Custy Survey. I'm like, what's the deal? I sent it back. It says you guys have it. Where's my refund? And they're like, okay, we'll process it today. Today passes, nothing What happens. are they, just liars? <laughs> so then I hit up Custy Survey again. I'm like, Custo hey, man, survey. I was told that I would receive my refund Today, that, that you know, a day ago, it's yeah. been a month. Where the fuck's the money, Lebowski, right? And so they're like, oh, well, we we refunded the original form of payment, which means they refunded Debbie. Oh. And I was like, dude. You got to go up there and you got to grab that Make her not make her regret ever having me. But, okay, so they refund Debbie, and I was like, man, you're supposed to refund me. And they're like, oh, we're so sorry for the air. We'll give you, uh, oh, promotional credit, Amazon promotional Promo credit. Promo credit. Promotional there credit. There you go, buy groceries. Which you can use to buy anything that Amazon fulfills, right? Yeah. And then the woman's like, okay, I've given you $30 in promotional credit. And I was like, well, but the thing is, uh, the order was $38. I'm owed $38. The, spoken like a woman whose generator was stolen. And the- <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, but the my thing double is, refund won't the, be complete. This is the thing. Until I get the eight, it's thirty. It was thirty-eight dollars, you know. And she's like, "Oh, sorry. Okay, I gave you. I just gave you an additional ten dollars in promotional credit. So now I have forty dollars in promotional credit. That's like Starbucks. Now you made more than the order. And then I was like, "Well, I I want this to buy this. Can I buy this with it? And they're like, "No, only for Amazon fulfilled orders or whatever. And I was like, "Well, then I just want the refund then, because I want to be able to buy whatever I." Boy, you are a lot of fun. Dude. (laughs) No, I'm being kind. I'm being I'm saying like thank you so much. I'm saying like, 
you know, could you just but, help me yeah, out? Yeah. I've been going back and forth about this. And I was like, no, I just want the original refund, please. And she's like, okay, I can do that. Uh, just give me a second. And then, so at the end of the day, here's what happened. I have a perfectly usable electric blanket. Debbie has been refunded her $38. I still have $40 in promotional credit. Plus, I got $38 refund. Woo, yo. So it's like That's being like a paid. Quadruple dip. It's like being paid over $100 to get a free blanket, wow. dude. Now, does Debbie wonder how you have a blanket since she got her money returned? Uh, we haven't discussed it yet. That's something you'll keep her in the dark on until she asks about I might. It. Yeah, well, I'm figuring, you know. Oh, leave give, me alone. You never cared. I'll give her a little information, but. Uh, right, yeah, Pete, parse it out. Uh, that is thorough. Uh, but, folks, I mean, you can, you know. Yeah. Use this information as they, you will. Let the let it trigger the think, synapses in your you brain. You think that would make you play games with Amazon more just for the fact that you could take them for everything they have? Yeah. Then, then you're kind of making their minions work for. That's the thing. Yeah, you're just exploiting the vest people. I mean, that's and also, oh, here's another. Okay, if that was too much of a success story, here's a D success story. Do you know if you sell like certain kinds of? It's like, a roller coaster with you this dude, week. I mean, there's it's so much. It's there's so much. I'm like a, uh, I'm like one of those uh, quiet husbands who just sits there while the <laughs> wife spews all her drama. Well, guess what happened to wifey? Wifey fucking, you know how sometimes I buy shit on Urban, from Urban Outfitters for like wicked cheap when they're having like a half off shit that's already on sale sale? Yeah. A great thing to do, well, I say this in theory, no, it fucked me, but a great thing to do is when they have 50% off sale items, a lot of the times they'll have like uh, sneakers in the men's section that are flippable, that are like, for example... I got these uh, Converse, like these stu- like the kind of Converse sneakers that you know like- what they call sneakers in South Africa? What tackies? These Converse tackies. I got Converse tackies that are like have this thick sole. They're kind of like creepers. Whatever. They're it's like, like a stylish with a heel. Yeah. Yeah. So, but they're like a hundred and thirty dollar Converse, right? Wow. Brand new. Brand new. Where'd you get them? I got. I just told you, Urban Outfitters, dude. Oh, good point. <laughs> Folks, just kind of listen to anything I say. Send us an email, griffinsbrothersgmail.com. Okay, so I got these sneakers. I put them on the eBay. I guess when you sell certain kinds of sneakers, uh, eBay's really trying to lean into, like, trying to be a place for sneakerheads to buy shit. Yeah, well, the sneakerheads get burned on there. Well, they no, they force you into, if you sell a certain kind of sneaker, they force you into this authenticity guarantee thing. I like it. Where it's if you sell sneakers, you have to send them to eBay. Oh, wow. Who, like, this authenticates is like, uh, it. This is and like then, the sports cards authentication. Yes, it's like that. It's you. So you sell a pair of sneakers. You send, You have to. You have no alternative. You can't send it directly to the person that bought it from you. You have to send it to but eBay who sends it to the them. after the sale, they, yes. they intercept it. Yeah. And so, I like this. This is causing problems not to happen between consumer and consumee well what if i told you that okay the fucking okay so the box of the sneakers as i received it from urban outfitters was like slightly damaged in a corner like the corner was crushed in getting complicated the corner was crushed in when i made the listing i took a picture of the box you could see that the corners did you write in the description i didn't write in the description even though but i had a picture but that is how you Super cover your ass, but it shouldn't be necessary. If it's it should in the not picture, be picture, they should have examined the picture, or else why the hell am I uploading pictures? Right, exactly. And the person who bought the sneakers saw the picture, so they know what they're getting into. Okay, the bo- the shoes are brand new, but the box is slightly damaged. 
But then eBay makes you send the things in. I got this e this email from eBay yesterday. It was like, your sneakers failed authentication because the box is damaged. Oh, and now they're sending them back oh, to me and canceling the now. sale. Come on now. I sold them for 120 so I'm out $120. Okay, hang on a second. Yeah. I'm a NFL uh, watcher. And they brought in instant replay. Video instant replay. And it's to stop problems from happening, but then the abuses of that make it even longer and still don't bring you justice. And I'm finding that's what's going on here. I like the idea of what they're doing, but mm -hmm. you don't reject the, a box. No. The box doesn't mean that the shoes aren't authentic. I mean, that's insane. They're, they're not doing their job. It's the or they're whole, doing a job they're not even supposed to be doing. But I just I got this email about it that's like your shoes have been rejected by the authenticity committee. Like the sale has been canceled. Like right after I got the return from this fuck who like bought the microwave uh, trim kit and, and opened it up and tried to install it so it's not cherry anymore. Uh, Are you fucking? You well, know this what I mean? is your return policy. And so I just this two different things. I just so this, then. I was like, you know what? I'm doing custody survey really with eBay. Like one of those husbands. I don't care that it's fucking. I don't care that it's 7 p.m. on a Friday. Miller Lights with my friends. I'm hitting custody survey. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? There's a picture Go of the Hooters. box in the listing. You could see the box is damaged. I didn't. No one's being Twisted deceived kill. here, man. You know what I mean? And they kept being like, well, the, the box has to be in for the authenticity. Blah, blah, blah. The box has to be. I was like, but I put a fucking picture up. And also, I didn't opt into this authenticity thing. Anyway, I'm going back and forth. I'll, I'll be back guy. tomorrow morning. And, <laughs> and I'm just like, guys are going. I'm saying Fs. I'm saying shits. I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. Are we talking ridiculous. microwave oven now or sneakers? We're talking sneakers. I'm talking to this guy. But then at one point, I'm like. Listen, I, I, I just said it just well, doesn't make any sense. It's like either authentic or it's not. It's either authentic with a damaged box or it's not authentic and the box doesn't matter. But also this guy's given me nothing. He's just cutting and pasting the same thing over and over again. He's not That's listening to what I'm saying. Down. And I'm just like, man, I, what did I say? Like, I hate this fucking hell site and I'm sorry you have to toil for it. Well, you is wrote, what I tell did you the guy. The fucking on that? Yes. <laughs> That's going on your permanent record. Yeah, they also yeah, they like we'll send you a, a chat transcript of it afterwards too. There's three larger points here. Maybe I'll remember two of them. Okay. Okay. Number one. Number one. When you okay, the wear down thing is real, but number one is you have a return me anything policy. I which do. you were excited about implementing a couple months ago or because whatever. you do save on the fees when you do that. You so save like ten percent on the fees. amount of the mic she sold a I microwave trim kit the guy bought it hadn't <laughs> measured it it was wrong size so he's allowed to return to it. return it even though it's that's not fault. my fucking fault and i'm not like best have you by. saved enough in ebay fees to probably equal the amount yeah i'm okay. sure i have all right that's six to one right the other thing was and i noticed this with the starbucks app it's like sometimes technically you are getting the grift but then what did you what did they make you go through to get it? Because that Starbucks app, right? I went over in, in uh, Burbank and I got a chai, I got a chai tea latte, mm -hmm. and it was delicious and <laughs> everything was great. <laughs> then I get on this thing, and everything in the app, when it comes to getting your money, obvious. This is everybody knows this, but 
When it comes to getting your money on the app, everything moves with lightning speed. And then when it comes time for you to go complain, mm -hmm. everything all of a sudden is, you know, AOL, dial-up modem, grandma at the helm. It took 25 minutes or more to get the free chai latte thing. Just because you couldn't find how to access no, the No, no, even when I knew, it's like, now I'm waiting, waiting for it to populate. Then this guy came on, <laughs> Riptar. Riptar was like, hi. <laughs> you know, they, Wait, and then he just, he just says hi? That's it, was, it? It was like, hi, you know, I, I am going to be happy to assist you. Love uh, that. Okay, great. I took screenshots of it, but anyway. It's like, then he goes... You know, 45 minutes, 45 seconds goes by. So then I go, assist me, please. <laughs> you know, it's like you, you got to prompt them. I don't, it's like they're making, they're, they're grinding you down. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, then, you know, I was explained, yeah, this thing. I mean, usually, I didn't say yummy. I was gonna, but I was oh, like. Oh, I wish you said yummy. My jainty dainty, it's usually so good. Not this time so much. Yep, pretty Again, disappointed. Yeah, I, I hate went when that for the um, not the emoji unhappy face, but the you type it yourself sideways unhappy face. Oh, I love that. I went with that. Mm -hmm. And then a couple more back and forths where he's stalling a little bit and asking questions. Then he came up with the refund. Yep, not more though. It was exact amount. It was the exact amount. So anyway, I got the chai tea latte, and then it was like twenty five minutes of. I'm not saying it's not a good grift, and I think it could be worked into my, like, oh, you know, when you're doing your, um, you know, you're looking up the bands for Drop Day Duel. That's when you go over to your Starbucks, and while he's jerking you around, you're listening to the tunes. Like, I can work it into my thing, mm -hmm. but I'm just saying that. Like, uh, they have a way of discouraging you. Sure. Like Bezos' guys. Uh, we can't do that, you know. Trying to pass the book kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, like, mm -hmm. like an insurance company employs those people to keep you from getting your money. That's why you got to call, what's his name? Jacob. <laughs> better call Jacob. They got this lawyer out here, better call Jacob, and he's always like, if the Lakers are good, he's a big Lakers fan on his billboard. If the Clippers are good, all of a sudden he's Clippers. No loyalty. But um, his whole thing, this is his commercial. These insurance companies, they have a pile of people that they're not going to pay right and a pile of people they're going to pay and a pile of people they're not going to pay. Jacob is going to keep you out of that other pile. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, which pile am I? You're the pile that the insurance company's going to ignore. Jacob's going to make He's going to sure actually shift me to the other pile. To, the other pile. to be clear, I'm still going to be in a pile of human beings. Oh, you're a pile. I'm going to be you're under yeah, pile. I'm going to be under the fucking yeah. uh, Then the there's pile. another there's another guy whose commercial is that they've scored a billion dollars for, you know, people who have been suing. victimized by falling yeah, on the ground at Walmart. They can't wait for you to be another one of their wins. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm you're going to, oh, we got to win with you. Let's go. Billion and seven thousand. Let's go. <laughs> Billion and seven thousand. Trying to get you excited about being part of these teams. Anyway. Have you ever been like a party to a lawsuit like that or like? Yeah, I sued uh, early in my Austin career. I got hit from behind. And I, oh, I remember I did this. a lawsuit. Yeah. And what'd you get? 
I wound up getting, I think it was like 10000 so it was like three for the chiropractor, three for the lawyer, and then three for me. Plus, I got all the chiropractic stuff. Mm-hmm. Plus, if I tried to sell that car, I would have got about seven, eight hundred bucks. <laughs> so it worked out being a win, but I mean, it took forever. Dude. It took yeah. forever. I got uh, right outside my apartment. My Did I tell you about the time my car was totaled by a guy driving for Papa John's? <laughs> who just, he, okay, so he just drove through the stop sign. Like, he didn't even attempt to stop at all. He was just, like, it was just at an intersection. I was going through the intersection, and he just slammed into me and, like, totaled my car, right? <laughs> While under the employ of Papa John, right? That's serious. And fucking, but, like, what yeah, I had to go to shift. I had to go to physical therapy for it because it, like, fucked up my back. And then also, I, like, got one of those, like, billboard lawyers. I think it was Larry H. Parker. Larry Parker. And I was know. like, let's fucking go, dude. And it ended up being like it took like maybe fight for you. over a year, I think. Yeah. And also the fucking guy driving for Papa John's had the general insurance. Ah, the general, which was like a nightmare. Well, sports. The general is Shaq. Yeah. Well, I I don't think all Shaq really is uh, discriminatory general. as to what he puts his persona on. No, he Do you does, know what I'm saying? Um, you know, icy hot, all that shit. Yeah, it took about a year, Nestle's. and I think I got like. Four grand yeah. or something, kind of not worth the drama. And I had to like drive to uh, the West Side to do physical therapy like four times a week or some yeah. shit. It I sucked to drive ass, up to, dude. Uh, burn it road. <laughs> and after that, I got a moped. I was on one of those Lou Reed Honda Elites. Lou Reed had a Honda Elite. No, he he was the ad pitch man. Like when the Honda Elite first came out, it's like Lou Reed standing there. Are you serious? Yeah, I found it at a magazine. I may have it. I'll bring it in. Holy shit! Paper I did not ephemera. know that. By the way, do you have any magazines? I haven't parted out in a magazine. Any extras? I'm like Jones in a part out a magazine. <laughs> Why didn't you never part any out? I parted them all out. I want to part out more. Wait, so do you have listings of ads right now? No, I haven't listed shit. I'm into the party. You got a list? Hey, I'll, listen, man, I'll give you some. If you start, let's get in it, dude. What do let's you mean? Let's dip a toe in it. What do you t- well, Dip a toe in what? Didn't you just say you've parted oh, the them out, but you picks? haven't listed them yet? Oh, if you're saying if I start listing foot pics, you'll just give me magazines? I Yeah. Hell yeah, oh, that's a deal. I mean, I do have some. I just listed some on the bay. Because I got, like, a shitload of them in Covina. Oh, right on. But yeah. uh, no one's bought them yet, so. Oh, yeah, give me They're anything. still fair game. I, just, I, I, I love going through it. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's just like my natural-born sorter. And you're doing it right, right here, here on, on this, this episode, episode of Grift Horse. Horse. Love to introduce the show 27 minutes into it. Well, yeah. I mean, it ran on time when I edited it. <clears throat> oh, you, speaking of, would you like to start doing that again? Or? Uh, are we even out yet? I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll get on it. I'll get on it. When you go to Wood Grill, right? Mm-hmm. Say you returned something, but then you got another thing you need to return on that same receipt. You got to get the receipt back. Mm-hmm. I suck real bad at that. Mm. But I also notice, and I mean, this is not just nine times out of ten. This is ten times out of ten. If I've got a shit receipt that I've already returned everything for, I'll just be standing there and the girl goes, did you want your receipt back? And I'll go, oh, okay, yeah, I guess, just in case. Anytime I have a jacket on there, 
an item that I definitely need to get the receipt for. It's not until I get home that I realize she didn't hand me the receipt back. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a conspiracy, but just as Bezos and Starbucks have a way of wearing you down, I wonder if some of these savvy managers are just like, fuck it, let them ask for it. I had, not only did I write on the receipt, get this back, <laughs> I also had a separate note paper clipped to the receipt that said, get the receipt back. And then because of the way she did everything, it was all in a bag, I didn't see it. Are you, t- are you telling people to stay vigilant, basically? Is this your... I'm saying, to me, it's the hardest part. Of the- I've been burned by it three times. I got burned by it on a scarf. I got burned by it on two jackets now. You got to you gotta return everything at all the at same once. time, I bro. I got to tricking myself. Yep. That's what I'm doing. I'm consolidating receipts. Mm-hmm. So that's going on. Um, <laughs> I have... Finally, some important news on the show. Nicolas Cage has gone from 14 to 15 on Starface Discs with Bangkok Dangerous. Look for it on uh, this week's Poppin' Case. We'll do that a little bit later. Ooh, speaking of discs, can we get into this? Tell me about Vin Scully's DVDs. Go ahead. <laughs> so, you know, I buy uh, stuff at the online au- on the online auction in Silmar a lot. I noticed they've been selling a lot of Vin Scully's shit. How long does it take you to get to Silmar to pick it up? Like maybe like 30, 45 minutes, something do like that. Do you hit any of that? Uh, do you go to like those wood grills up yeah, there? Yeah, there's a wood grill right near it that's pretty good, actually. So you get a double your fun or whatever. But they've been selling some of like Vin Scully's stuff. He recently died. They've been selling a lot of his like awards Vin Scully's the radio announcer for the Dodgers. Yeah, the for, voice of forever. the Dodgers. Pro- most of you probably know that. He was a national figure. Yeah. Um, Holy shit. Thundercrack, just as we mentioned, Vin Scully. We're like two miles from Dodger Stadium right here. You do the math. <laughs> but they've been selling a bunch of Vin Scully shit. Uh, but uh, I ended up, I just bought this like random box of, it's mostly screeners and just some loose DVDs. I bought it because it was like $10. And I was like, I can part this out, ETC, ETC. I'm, ju- I'm just, because like, my whole life, I've listened to Vin Scully. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about the mechanics of the way life works. Even when you're Vin Scully, he's just this larger-than-life character. At some point, an estate company goes, and we could probably get $15 <laughs> off of that box of his shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everything, well, th- like everything you've ever collected will just be yeah, like the parted process. out. Yeah, at some point. I mean... When Tom Cruise dies, at some point, you know, that pair of socks he never opened from uh, that movie will make money for his estate. Yeah. But then also to think about, like, just the estate in general. It's like, does Vin Scully's kids need $10 from a box of DVD? Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, well, It's like once you hire the Vulture Estate Company, it's well, like. But the I get what I'm saying is like I bought these DVDs. They didn't advertise them as Vin Scully's DVDs. Right. It wasn't until I got the box and I started going through them that I started seeing shit like this. And now I'm going to get the box. You know, like Vin Scully's, they go, these are Vin Scully's, you know, Dodger uniforms or Dodger stuff. Like his screeners, most people think like, oh, there's not that much added value that they're Vin Scully screeners. That- but on this show... There is value. <laughs> At this, I mean, on this show, there's value in everything. Well, the what made me, what started 
hipping me to it oh, that is Squid Game will pop. There's all these like burned DVDRs. So there's like an evening with Fred Astaire. Wow. Uh, uh, but you know, even du- Vince Scully just... didn't want to pay full price. Exactly, dude. There's just like Don Rickle. It just says Don Rickles on a post-it note. Oh, can I watch this one? Of course. Thanks. Uh, Jonathan Winters on a show called Play Your Hunch in 1960. What's my line? All right. Now I gotta say, he might be on these as a guest. That's a that's a great point because yeah, as I'm going through, this is what hit me too like shit these are vin scully's it's a burned dvd that's like him receiving some sort of medal of honor right. somewhere and that medal of honor he's receiving is the medal of honor i got a blue jasmine screener in that's here insane bro because my last batch that i got <laughs> i had the same exact blue jasmine screener they don't bother to put it even in a sleeve no nope. uh, you know it's just uh it it's just like a loose CD. disc in plastic or in paper envelope Wow, Gil Hodges, another player. Um, what's my line? So interesting stuff. So anyway, yeah. So it's like, but then I keep going through this box. I find this. I called you about this. Oh yeah. Because because you told me who this person is. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, dear Sandy and Vin. Blah blah blah. Thing. It's a little note. It's a handwritten note, but it comes from Peter O'Malley. Google it, gang. Peter O'Malley, former CEO and owner of the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. But it's a note from the owner of the Dodgers to Vin Scully. It is. Uh, saying, I just mentioned this DVD. Here's a copy of it. And this is Hope it. you like it. And, and then JFK, the DVD. The lost inaugural <laughs> And then the gala. DVD is just about JFK. But I think, like, if you look at it, a lot of this stuff is just parties and shit. Like, this is probably like a fun party that they all went to. You know what I'm saying? Like, if JFK getting... JFK's inaugural, like, this O'Malley guy was probably there getting laid at the party. Hmm. She went radio silent on maybe the only salient point of the segment. <laughs> that the former owner of the Dodgers might have gotten some strange at JFK's well, I mean, inaugural poll. saying there's DVDs. Peter Sellers, look, he's got the party, Birdie Nom Noms. See, yeah, but then, yeah, it's not all screeners. And there's also just like you get an insight into uh, what he was into. Right. You know what I mean? We got the six movie musical collection. We got this Hal David CD. And then there's also there was also a Hal David uh, documentary. Well, I mean, if it's not open, that means he wasn't that into Hal David. He OK, touche. <laughs> um, I'm liking that there's not a bunch of military and tank shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so he wasn't into that. He stayed true to his baseball roots and just watched baseball. Great stuff. And you got a lot of stuff here that'll pop. I'm seeing Vice doesn't move, but what's this? Stella doesn't move. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you'll get like $4 each for or whatever, but it's, then it's like, I mean, do I sell this for $4 or do I just keep this box of like, because it's, you know, like, geotagged or whatever that these are Vin Scully's fucking screeners, dude. Do you I know what I'm saying? If, Sag well, after, You have no maybe. end game by keeping them. No end game. Yeah, it's fun novelty. Um, Fun novelty only gets you so far in this world. Jesus, Kramer. I got what a summer shrine. You? No, I, what I'm saying is I think, like, keeping shit is absolutely cool, but I would sell this stuff. Right. I would sell it. He had two copies of Straight Outta Compton. Only two? What the fuck? Only two, right? He's L.A. Shit, man. <laughs> um, great score. 
I think my favorite in the whole box is uh, this is it. There's a screener copy of Illumination Presents Sing, which is a animated Universal movie that just has a note on the front that says. Here, this is cute. That came from his wife. <laughs> a handwritten note, I would assume, from his wife that just says, well, this is That's cute. Sandy. All right, now put that stuff away. <laughs> Did you know? Talking to the mic. related. Talking to the mic. Santa Anita canceled their racing because of cold weather. This is not horse weather. I mean... I didn't know, Santa Anita, I thought, didn't they have to close it down because all those horses died? Um, yeah, but I think that slowed down a little bit. <laughs> oh, but they're re like, okay. Now, there's horses die there all the time. I, I just found out about that. Yeah. Horrific. Um. <laughs> we got any letters? We don't do letters on this show, Kramer. We should. Where are we at? Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, okay. wait. No, I do want to discuss a letter that we received. You also got to tell us about those musty clothes. Megan went to a producer of The Voice's house and got a big green plastic crate. Enormous crate of vintage, mostly dresses. And then also, this guy hits me up apropos Are those, of nothing. Did you look on The Voice? Are those dresses from The Voice? No, 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 no. Uh he hits me up after, like, a few days after. He's like, hey, I got a big bag of vintage slips. You want them? Before I put them up. And I was like, yeah, sure. Why does he have so much vintage ladies' clothes? You know, I don't know. Uh, fuck, what did I get my phone for? You were going to um, interrupt the topic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Oh, you asked for a letter. And that reminded me. We have received a letter. Susanna Dooley Boney sent this in. And asked, is this real? Of course it's real. Yeah, that's famous. That's famous? It's my yearbook picture. Wow. Folks, if you haven't seen Kramer's yearbook picture, it's fucking insane, dude. I know. It's just, I wasn't expecting, it's like a rainy day. I wasn't expecting <laughs> it. It's one of the most insane things ever. It's the most, one of the most committed things I've ever seen. <laughs> I got a full mohawk and then my... What? My, What's up with the quote? Is this a quote from something? I thought I explained this. Maybe it was to start. Okay. The only... I was... There was all this pressure. You got to take your stupid high school yearbook picture. Yeah. And then you... And they put you in like a 70s lounge tuxedo mm -hmm. kind of thing. He, I mean, honestly, it's a pretty sick look. It's a sick look At now. this point. So... My whole thing was the only time you ever see these pictures is on the news when someone got killed yeah. by a drunk driver or something like that. So I thought that's going to be my inscription in the yearbook is the, de the description of the car. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, even as a baby Kramer was Kramer, dude. I mean, that's the wow. exact type of stuff that was one million percent ignored by my family. And I look back on that and go, um, that's a pretty advanced piece of comedy. I mean, do, the quote, by the way, is blindsided by a 72 GTO with mag wheels, four barrel blown 350. And that right there is a comment on all the gearhead dipshits in my town. They're all souping up their cars during high school. Mm -hmm. And we just all thought it was so dumb <laughs> and useless. But that was the type of car. I was going to be walking home through the I-section. 
and then one of those things was going to spin out and fucking kill me. <laughs> you got out before it could. There you go. Someone, I guess, also in the thread in which this was found, this is like on a Reddit thread. That's all, that's my year. That's people my, have also uploaded pictures of you from your yearbook. Those are all the yearbook pictures. Wow. So, I'll show you. Wait, did you run track? Is that what that is? Senior year, I was like, I didn't do a sport, and I'm going to regret that I didn't do a sport. So you forced yourself to do track? I, f I forced myself to run track, and that's actually a, f a famous moment in my life. Well, we'll stay on that because we did the track first. <laughs> okay, so I had the Mohawk, right? Right. And I'm on the track team. And then all of a sudden, it's like, well, we got to go do, a, you know, track meets. You know what I'm saying? So everyone in my high school is used to me. It's fucking Howie. He's got a fucking Mohawk. Fucking Howie. Who cares? But at the other schools, they don't know me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I got this wild haircut. And so I've, I've had a hoodie on. And so this is that. We're at this Red Bank Regional High School. And there's like 20 other high schools there. Now it comes time for me to run the indoor 800 meters. And the hood comes off. Mm -hmm. And it's just like... Everyone fucking chaos or what? around listening to their early cassette Walkmans has now got the headphones off and they're all gathered around the track. So me running that is there's just so much inner terror going on. It's just I'm not used to that much like attention or yeah, it was just like uh I mean, you know, it's like when did that ever happen before in my life that there's just like 20 schools of kids like holy shit. And so anyway, I ran that. Then years later, my sister buys this big ass nice house, uh, like literally ten feet away from Red Bank Regional High School. <laughs> Every time I go back, <laughs> I literally all I have to do is walk across her front lawn, and then I'm on the grounds of the school. But anyway, that long story on that one. Wow. Right here, those are upside down Spider-Man glasses. If you want to talk about yeah. repurposing vintage. I'm 17 in that picture. Wow. And then this is me playing the drums. We just like went into the jazz band room and I just grabbed the drums with my Spider-Man. Oh, so you didn't on. actually play in jazz band. You were just no, uh, not at all. Love I, that. I have no musical training. But, uh, <laughs> I, I took guitar lessons. And then this one was just captured Howard's pants. And I had these vintage checkered pants, which was once again from hitting the thrift stores. I mean, uh, God, true to I'm the just game, baby. truly addicted to being ahead of his time, gang. True to the game. Uh, no wonder Wells this, stuff this guy. First and I was also, with that haircut and all that weird shit, I was elected senior class vice president and turned it down, told them to go fuck themselves. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean turned it down? Like, does that mean you didn't even run? You were a write-in no. candidate? Here's the thing. We ran, once again, conceptual humor at the high school level. You tell me who else was doing this. Maybe Todd Berry, because he called Letterman when he was like a teen. Mm -hmm. Okay, we ran, me and my friend Lee, we ran as Elvis and Gigi. Gigi was one of the guys in his Memphis Mafia. We get him like scarves and water and shit like that. Okay. So we ran as Elvis and Gigi. But So he's running for... President. president. Yeah, I'm yeah, running yeah. for vice president. Yeah. I was like a little more, I don't know, I was a little more like user friendly than him, or I don't know what the word is. This has all not been into the mic. Sorry. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> and I was trying not to say anything so as to not interrupt your I mean, flow, but. So it turns out he didn't get elected. This chick beat him. 
but I did get elected. Got but it. It was like we're doing it as a – like we were going to run the school as Elvis and Gigi. So you turned it down because you didn't want to work with yeah. and then a, a powerful like, woman. That'll look it. good on your college transcript. And I'm like – And you're like, you joke's on you, bitch. I'm going to drop out of NYU. Well, I didn't know that, but I mean, you know, I the plan was rock star, so that was all irrelevant. Yeah. And you know what? Did Rockstar exactly work out? No. Do I have new tracks coming out this week? Yes, yes. I do. Shout out to Marshland Monster. Did I perform my songs on national TV? Yes. He has. And, and we're just getting started. <laughs> Did I tell you, I also, I ran for, uh, I think it was senior class president. And uh, I, I won. Really? But they wouldn't let me. Uh, be president that because tracks. I said in my speech that when I was president, you could smoke on campus, quote, anything you want, end quote. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're, like, you're just a populist rabble rouser. Yeah, basically. I was... promises you can't keep. <laughs> they had their eye on you. Yeah, they, uh, what do you call it? Uh, banned me or whatever. I don't know. What do you call it? Discontinued? No. How does language work? Uh, they fucked you. Yeah, they they're fucked like, me. There's no pot ever in my system in these pictures. No, everyone, that is shocking. Everyone was convinced we were on drugs. Of course, we were the most sober ones. But yeah, fully. I haven't even done much drinking at that point. Maybe two, three times. Say, Susanna, thanks for yeah. Somebody listed those. Uh, I like my whole life. I've always known these pictures are going to surface at some point. Right. So it's just one of these things that's lurking in the background. And like I always had my um, yearbook inside. Um, dragon manor i was like as long as this is in here then but then like somebody found it at a vintage store or something like that crazy i don't mind i love it being out there it's just like it's could you imagine that's your son and you just you have no curiosity to whether he's okay <laughs> i mean this this is the only things that got any notice for that i think once i did the mohawk then i had a there was one psychiatrist appointment or whatever it was but um Nothing up until that point. Smart because I'm still not talking. I'm still okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything's fine, gang. Don't worry. But uh, there you go. That's central New Jersey. Bruce Springsteen said, you know, you've got to be like musicians. A lot of times are just pissed off uh, all the time, constantly. Like there's just something that needs to come out. And mm -hmm. when I look back at these things, I see it coming out. And then I see, well, the year after that, I was... 18 19 and i know what i was doing then and you know what i'm saying like it's just been like it's just always been this is this the worst episode we've ever had i don't know but the worst episode we've ever had me rambling about my you know what what has my life been I can't <laughs> maybe behind the paywall maybe the diehards but I think everyone has an interest in what Kramer's life has been, for Christ's sake. Take a look at these pictures, and, you, and, you, and you'll see. It's like... Young man, take a look at my life. There's a lot going on there. I ran track like you I kept did. on wondering, where is my case? Like, why don't I have my... Like, this is your... Yeah, call. by the way, the entire time he's been walking down memory lane, he's just been looking at photographs of himself on my phone. Like, that's an adult... Like, you Zooming caught me in. by myself looking at pictures <laughs> of me. You handed it to me, confronted it to me. Shout out to SDB. You would have been an ally back then. There weren't many like you, SDB. There wasn't uh, simpatico people. Yeah. There was. I had two friends, three, three friends, and uh, two had weird haircuts. One didn't. 
there was no girls who were into any of that stuff. And that's pre-hip-hop. Then I got into hip-hop. It was at least five, six years before I met a girl that liked it. A girl that liked hip-hop. It was blew me away for like weeks, I remember. There's a girl who likes <laughs> Wow. Wasn't it till I got to Austin? Shout out to my life. We'll pop case off air. Um, this has been a rainy, I mean, it's pouring rain out. This is one of those dark, what do they call them? Uh, what do you call those uh, sitcoms, bottle episode? You know what I'm saying? It's like the reason that it went this way is because it's like. It's oh, because hard to get charged in up. light of impossible circumstance or whatever the fuck? Or? Yeah, like we're deluged. We're like. I know, mean, yeah, we like, did uh, open with. Eight. We're like stuck inside. Like we're stuck inside, and uh, all I can think about is someone tearing a hole out of my shack. That sucks. You know what I'm saying? At least they have somewhere to get out of this rain, though. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, uh, do you have somewhere to get out of the rain? Send us an email, grifterspot at gmail.com. Let us know. Shout out to everybody uh, all around the world. I hope some of this connected with you. Check out Drop Date Duel this week. We've got gorillas versus U.S. girls. They both have uh, hot records out. We'll be making them battle. And check out whochartedpod.com. And Megan Substack, and we will see you right, right here, here next, next week, week on Grift Horse. Horse.